Hey everyone, welcome back to the Functional Retirement Podcast. I'm your host, Thatcher Taylor. This is where we live your wealth. We are doing year-end planning. So as the owner of ProPath Financial, I do comprehensive planning as a certified financial planner. So I thought I would share with you some things that I'm going to be discussing with my clients as we come into year-end. Now, before we move on, I, I gotta give one book recommendation. I don't usually do this. If you've listened to all my podcasts, I haven't given any book recommendations, but there's one. So this book has been so impactful on creating these podcasts or the YouTube videos or even the business. It's hard to even describe for a $12 book. It's worth its weight in gold. It's called the war of art by Stephen Pressfield. The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. And here's specifically why I'm talking about this book. In the first portion of the book, he talks about the resistance. The resistance applies to anything that stops you from doing what you think or should be doing. If you're working out, it's the negotiation in your brain. Like, I'll get to it tomorrow or I'll make up for it later. The negotiation for you doing the task around the house. Oh, I'll get to it, or I'm going to have someone else do it. Or you need to be creating something, or starting a business, or reading more, or working with colleagues more on a project. Whatever it is, we create resistance. The resistance, as he talks about it, is something very specific. It's this existential crisis that we have about things that we should be doing. The thing about resistance is there's more resistance than we know in the financial world. The resistance could be bad investment advice or thinking that we can outtrade the market or avoiding planning because it's hard. Resistance is everywhere in the financial world. That's why this book, one, is phenomenal to read just in general to improve your life. But as we work through financial planning, retirement planning, there's always the resistance. One form of resistance is governmental changes, laws in the government or in our world, or tax changes. The IRS is the resistance. And even further, it's, oh my gosh, I hate the IRS so much. I just don't even want to deal with it. That is resistance. So as we go through some year-end planning topics here, we're going to talk about four of them. We're going to talk about four of them. We're going to talk about some interesting stuff for required minimum distributions. We're going to talk about qualified charitable distributions, net unrealized appreciation, which is kind of complex, but we'll talk about it, and then Roth conversions. That's what we're going to talk about today. So the majority of these things are going to only apply to you if you're older, around like the 60s or 70s. Other stuff are only going to apply if you own company stock within your 401k. And then Roth conversions are only going to really apply if you're in a really good tax bracket now and kind of are preparing for retirement. So sorry if that leaves you out, but if that leaves you out, you can still listen to my beautiful voice. I know I am just going to basically serenade you with my words for the next however many minutes, but if it doesn't apply to you, but maybe you know someone this applies to share it with them. Or comment below and tell me what you would like to hear about because it's October. I can still do more year ends. So if you have anything that you want to listen to, I haven't mentioned, make sure to comment below. 
I'm also going to put a link below for the War of Art, and I got some bad news. This is bad news. I'm so sorry about this, but this is bad news. There's no video this week. Moving to the new place, literally in about 45 minutes, they're coming to replace the internet at the new house. So I'm going to be out of internet for a bit, about, I don't know, a day, maybe not that long. But there's no video this week, but I'm getting a recording in to make sure I get the podcast out. So thanks for listening. Okay, so number one, required minimum distributions. And here's what I mean specifically. So Secure Act 2.0 that just passed last December raised the RMD age to 73 for those who turn 72 in the year 2023. So if this year you turn 72, your RMD starts at age 73. So more specifically, if you like birth dates, this means that individuals born in 1951 do not have to take any 2023 RMDs. However, those born in 1950 who started RMDs last year when the RMD age was 72, because that's a huge change. It used to be 72. Secure Act came out and changed it again. So it's changed twice in the past couple of years. So who started RMDs last year when the RMD age was 72 and turned 73 this year, they must receive your 2023 RMDs by December 31st. So if you turn 72, when the RMD age was 72, you got to take your RMDs by December 31st. And if any IRA owners older than age 73 this year also must take their 2023 RMD by December 31st. So one big piece of year-end planning is take your required minimum distribution by the end of the year. Get started on it. If not, there's some penalties. They've reduced that penalty, but it's still a problem if you miss it. Make sure to get that done. We'll come back to some ways to work around the required minimum distribution, but let's just leave it at that for now. Roth IRA owners, if you have a Roth IRA, just a reminder, you never have to take required minimum distributions out of an IRA, Roth IRA. There's out of a regular IRA or 401k that's pre-tax. Employees in 401ks and other employer plans are not required to take 2023 RMDs if they qualify for the still working exception. Those that do not qualify for the exception must take their 2023 RMD from the 401k by December 31st. RMDs are a big one. RMDs are the ones that the IRS really wants you to pay for because they've given you all this tax deferral. You need to make sure to get this done. All you have to do, if you have an IRA somewhere at your custodian or with your financial advisor, you just need to make a distribution of those funds. You can withhold taxes at the time of distribution if you want to, but you need to distribute those funds out of the account and essentially put it in your bank account. So I want to mention though, sorry for the silence there, I want to mention the still working exception. So if you're still working and you reach age 70 and a half, which was a very old RMD date, it was essentially two ago, you're able to push back retri- retirement distributions from your employer-sponsored retirement plan until actual retirement. So if you're still working, you usually have to take your RMD, but there is this really interesting rule, sorry again, about mis- I don't know why I'm misspeaking so much, about the still working exception So you need to just review with your plan if you're still working and you're approaching these RMD ages, you're over the age of 70, whether or not you have to take your required minimum distribution. 
That's what you really need to be aware of. I mean, I don't even know why I'm stumbling over these words, but as usual, I'm not perfect. So another thing about RMDs is confusion has been created with Secure Act 2.0. The IRS waived 2023 RMDs for IRA beneficiaries that were subject to annual RMDs within the 10-year payment period. That was the big thing is with the new beneficiary rules for inherited IRAs before you could distribute the assets according to your life expectancy. That's called the stretch IRA. But now you have to distribute the IRAs within 10 years, but they've granted some leniency. But until now, you are needing to take your required minimum distribution by December 31st if you're involved in the beneficiary IRA. Now, if you're a spouse and you receive your spouse's IRA and it becomes yours and you're under RMD age, you don't have to do it. So that's really good for required minimum distribution. So you're like, okay, I got to take this money out. You got to take these required minimum distributions. I got to pay tax on it. Is there any way around it? And yes, there is one really, really good way around it. It's called the Qualified Charitable Distribution. And this is the second year-end planning tactic. If you have to take required minimum distributions and you're over the age of 70 and a half, I know there's a lot of weird ages, but if you're over age 70 and a half, you have the ability to take up to $100,000 out of your IRA that you would normally have to pay taxes on and you can directly send that to a charity, a 501c3 charity of your choice, and you don't have to put that money on your tax return as income. Whereas if you take and you put in your bank account, you do. This is a really important tool that can be used in the retirement planning journey. If you're charitably inclined and you don't need the income, you can give that money away to save a couple bucks on taxes. Now, there's a very specific process that you have to utilize to be able to do a qualified charitable distribution. Wherever your IRA is held, if you have with an advisor or maybe you have a Vanguard, Fidelity, Charles Schwab, they will each have their own deliberate process for processing qualified charitable distribution because the check needs to be made out to XYZ charity for benefit of you. So the, the check has to have a very specific label that has to go directly to the charity. That's how a qualified charitable distribution works. This has to be done by year end. And I would suggest getting on this sooner rather than later in case there are any snafus, which I've seen happen, but the check needs to be distributed by December 31st. The next piece of the puzzle leaving the IRA realm is net unrealized appreciation. For 401ks, or employee stock ownership plans participants with highly appreciated company stock within those plans. The net unrealized appreciation strategy can potentially reduce significant taxes, which is really an interesting process for individuals that have company stock within their 401k or employee stock ownership plan, where essentially in general, the individual will pay ordinary income tax on the cost basis of the shares not the fair market values of the shares when they're distributed. So the cost basis of the shares, not the fair market value of the shares when they are distributed. The difference between the cost basis or the amount of money that's in the initial ownership of the stock and the fair market value 
That difference between the cost base and the fair market value of the stock is called the NUA, the net unrealized appreciation, is not taxable until the shares are sold. And when the sale occurs, the proceeds are taxed at a favorable long-term capital gains rate, even if the shares have not been held for more than one year, which is a really good thing because short-term capital gains is usually taxed at ordinary income, which are higher rates. One requirement for the NUA strategy is that the participant's entire account must be emptied within one calendar year. So the individuals planning on using this strategy for 2023 must start the process early enough to ensure the lump sum distribution occurs by December 31st. So you need to make sure if you're going to use the net unrealized appreciation for company stock within your 401k or employee stock ownership plan that you get on this by the end of the year. So if you're running into this, make sure to reach out if you have any questions or concerns. And the last one that we're going to talk about today are Roth conversions. If you notice all these, they have a specific date, December 31st. Roth conversions, because federal income taxes remain historically low, can be a valuable tool in converting traditional retirement accounts or money that has been tax deferred into Roth accounts that will become potentially all tax free. You can do that by paying the taxes now in historically low tax brackets and avoiding any long-term future taxation in higher tax brackets if they arrive. To qualify as a 2023 Roth conversion, the funds must leave the IRA by December 31st, 2023, or the company plan. You can do it from a 401k as well. Remember, Roth conversions are taxable in the year of conversion, and they cannot be reversed. You don't get any do-overs. You don't get any turnarounds. You don't get a flip of UE on this one. They're done. So you must be sure you're going to have enough funds to pay the taxes before completing the transaction. So here's what that means. Let's say you're in the 22% tax bracket and you want to convert $100,000. And most likely, let's just assume all $100,000 falls in the 22% tax bracket. So all new money that comes in falls in the 22% tax bracket. That means you're going to have a tax bill due of give or take $22,000. You need to make sure that you have the cash available to pay the tax bill. So it's important to really plan and prepare for this task before it happens. And then if it does happen properly, you get that money in a Roth, invest it the right way for the right period of time. And all that money grows tax deferred and can come out completely tax free in the future. It's always a good idea to wait until later in the year before converting because you get a better picture of this year's tax situation. But don't wait too long because some IRA custodians will not process conversions for the year after a specific date. So as usual, you got to confirm with whoever is holding your IRAs or 401ks. These are four huge tax planning opportunities for the year end, but they all are extremely valuable in their own right and used in the proper circumstances. If you have any questions, you can always reach out to me below. Please make sure to like and subscribe. I am accepting new clients. If you want a more comprehensive planning structure in your life, I do two models. I can do a one-time plan. If you want to just handle it on your own, you just need someone to check in on what you're doing and give you some specific recommendations or two, I can help with you on an ongoing basis. The version that you are utilizing with me depends on 
if you want to handle it yourself after we meet. But if you have any questions about that, you can set up a free consultation below. Please make sure to share this with anyone you think it will benefit or add value to. I thank you very much for listening. Go check out The War of Art. It's going to be a massive value add as you grow in this world. Make sure to live your wealth. Thanks for listening. This is the Punctual Retirement